Hey everybody, welcome to 2021. It is me, Jesse, um, and well, uh, welcome to the new year. Um, it is, I'm recording this on January 1st, which means that it is officially New Year's resolution season. And so I want to share with you guys a few of my New Year's resolutions. Um, I think New Year's resolutions are one of the best parts of the year. I think it's a really beautiful concept. Um, I love New Year's because it's probably the most contemplative of all of the holidays because it's it's a process of looking back at the past year and also looking forward to the new one. It's it's uh, it's beautiful, I think, to to look at yourself in the past and the person that you've been and the things that you've done, and you can evaluate those um, sometimes based on hard metrics like New Year's resolutions, and then you can project into the new year, the type of person that you'd want to be, the type of, uh, you're, you're creating a new version of yourself based on your own goals. And I think that is a really excellent thing to do. I think it's good for us as people to inspire ourselves to grow and to be better people and to do hard things and to try new things. And so I love New Year's resolutions. Um, so I wanna share with you guys some of the things that I've got down and we'll also do some housekeeping things as far as the podcast goes. Um, first one on my list is uh, I would like to have some more regularity in this podcast. About a year ago, Matt and I put out the first episode of our podcast ever, uh, right after Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker came out. And um, I think we've posted like 10 episodes ever over the past year. I don't even think I've posted an episode since 4th of July. So um, clearly, regularity in this podcast is a low bar to set, but I, I would really like to do this every week because I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas, and I like to share those things, and I think that a podcast is a really interesting way of doing that. Um, so ideally, the way this is going to work is that this show will come out every Monday, and I will share my thoughts, my ideas. Um, it will probably be me alone for the majority of the time. Um, we, we discovered last year that it is very hard for Matt and I to align our schedules to talk even for a little bit. Um, Matt is still in school. I've just graduated. Um, but he's a good student. He's a better student than I ever was because he works really hard and he's really busy. So trying to balance his schoolwork and his social life uh, have made it very difficult for us to record. But I would like to continue this podcast. So uh, a lot of these episodes will probably be mostly me, and I'll have Matt on as, a, as often as I can, but there's that. So I, I would like this show to come out on Mondays, and something that I'd like to do is to share uh, a recommendation at the end of each episode. So kind of the idea there is the show comes out on Monday, I'll give a recommendation. Uh, it might be something as simple as a song, or it might be a movie or maybe an experience, something that you ought to go try to do. And so you have all week to try that before the next episode comes out. Um, that might be a bit ambitious, but who knows? Um, so that's that's kind of a big one and relating to this podcast is I would like some regularity in this because I want to share and I want to uh, be a part of this. I'd like to make it a regular part of my life. And I hope that you guys will make it a part of, regular part of your life. Um, so going on to uh, some more 
proper New Year's resolutions, uh, two big ones come to mind, um, and they're both uh, running-based. So uh, I've always been a runner. I've always really enjoyed that. That's my preferred uh, mode of exercise. I don't like lifting weights. I don't like doing yoga. And running is awesome because you can do it pretty much anywhere. Um, I haven't had any great running experiences since 2019. Um, so in March of 2019, I ran a marathon in Carmel, Indiana uh, with my cousin Drew and my friend Jesse. And uh, it was a disaster, if I'm being honest. Um, I was running in a cheap pair of shoes because I was broke. And I was dealing with injury all through the training process. So I didn't get the right number of miles under my belt. And I kind of came into the race a little bit injured. And uh, things really fell apart. So about halfway through, I was totally out of steam because I hadn't trained properly. And then 20 miles in, um, I injured my foot and had to walk the last six because I didn't want to quit the race. But this year, I would like to run another marathon. It's 26.2 miles, and it's been a lifelong goal of mine ever since I learned what a marathon was and how far it was. I've always wanted to run one. I, I just thought, that's a really hard thing. I want to go do it. So I'd like to do that again this year because the last race was... I hardly count it as satisfactory because I did finish. I did cross the finish line, but I was injured and it took me five and a half hours. And I don't know. I feel like I can do a lot better. And so I want to put in a lot of effort this year to, to do well and not just to, to finish the race uninjured, but I'd like to actually put up a good time and to really, uh, really do something big with that. So that's a goal of mine. I don't know when I want to run one or where I want to run one. Uh, odds are we'll probably go somewhere far away from where I live here in St. Louis, just because it's a fun opportunity to travel and see a new place. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. That's a fun, fun event. Uh, the next one is I would like to run a Ragnar. Uh, that is a less well-known running escapade. Uh, it is an event that is sponsored by Reebok. It is a, it's a relay race. So it is a 12-person team, and the team is going to run from one city to the next. Each race is about 200 miles. So each runner is, uh, is going to run about 16 miles throughout the whole course of the race. And it's just a blast. I ran one in 2019 with a group of people from church, and it was a really fun event. And uh, for obvious reasons, we didn't get to run one in 2020. So I started checking a schedule, and there was a really cool race in Minnesota, not Minnesota, Michigan, that uh, I really wanted to run, but I didn't know anybody who was going to captain the team. So I have decided to captain one myself. So uh, we're about a month out from that registration date, and uh, this will be a big goal for me because, one, I want to run the race because it's a fun event, and it's, it's a challenge, but also uh, it'll be a big step for me because I'm an unorganized person. And so being the captain of a team and leading a team across that race and organizing all that is going to be um, a big step for me because I am kind of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of a guy and you don't fly by the seat of your pants on this kind of event. Uh, it just doesn't work. So those are two big goals that I have for the year. Um, 
I just bought a new pair of running shoes, so that's incentive. I'll keep you guys updated, I guess, as much as I can. This is not a running podcast, so I'm not going to bore you guys with the details, but it is fun. This is a good time of year because I like running in the cold as opposed to running in the hot because you can always warm yourself up. You can't always cool yourself down. What can I say? So those are the two uh, big athletic things. I'm still young enough to have athletic things on my resolutions. So I'm going to try to go big or go home on those while I still have the physical ability to. This episode of the Secret Language Podcast has been brought to you by asking your dad for a new version of the company calendar. Do you want a calendar that features beautiful photos of Midwestern Missouri agriculture? Then ask your dad for a new version of their company calendar. Uh, Let's move on to um, some more mental resolutions, I guess. Um, This is one that I'm actually recycling from last year. So I would like to read one book every month, at least one book every month. Um, This is the only New Year's resolution that I came anywhere close to finishing last year. Um, I read 11 books. Uh, Things really slowed down for me around October because I bought a really big book and it took me a while to get through it, which really kind of threw me off pace. But I think um, that this is a really good New Year's resolution to have because we as humans need new experiences and We can only experience so much in our daily lives that we need to stimulate thought and growth from outside sources. Uh, And books are a really excellent way of doing that. Um, We can learn so much about other people or other cultures and experience and introduce ourselves to new ideas. And even if it's fiction, just taking our mind to different places and working through different sets of problems and thoughts is a really good thing for us as humans. Like it's really a good thing for us to learn and to grow. And I think books are a big part of that. So um, a little over a year ago, before last New Year's, I heard a quote from Jim Mattis. I don't know much of his personal history, but there's a quote from Jim Mattis that says, if you haven't read hundreds of books, you are functionally illiterate and you will be incompetent because your personal experiences alone aren't broad enough to sustain you. And that quote really just kind of knocked me flat on my butt because uh, I hadn't been reading a lot of books and I'd been reading the same types of books over and over again. And I just think that quote is really powerful because reading is like any other skill. When you think about it, we take it for granted here, especially in America, because we all learn to read from the age of five. We just think that reading is something that everyone does, but it, it is a skill and it's an ability And if we don't use it, then we might as well not do it at all. Like if if we can read and we choose not to, then we might as well not be able to read at all. And I I like his his part there about our our experiences aren't enough to, to sustain us. And I agree with that. So I think this coming year, I will try to hold on to that New Year's resolution again of reading one book every month. So hopefully by the end of this year, I will have read at least 12 books and I want to keep the topics and the types of books that I read at somewhat of a a wide variety to keep, to keep things interesting, to grow and to, to learn new things. So I think that'll be one of the things I incorporate into this podcast in the coming year is uh, approximately once a month, I might be doing 
uh, at least a small book report of sorts of the books that I read that month. So I don't know. We'll see if, if the books are interesting and thought provoking, I will definitely share if they're not, uh, I'll just call it out and maybe just as a, as a slide note in whatever episode I'm doing that week. But I think that is a really good experience. So uh, the first book I'm reading this month, this year, is East of Eden by John Steinbeck. I got that on a recommendation from a friend of mine, and I'm really excited to read it. I've read one John Steinbeck book last year, and it was very, very good. Um, so I'm looking forward to that in the coming year. So 12 books a month. Uh, similar to reading, I would like to read the Bible chronologically. Um, this is something that I tried to do last year, and like most things, that fell apart around the middle of March. Um, it takes, they say it takes three weeks to build a habit. And, you know, part of New Year's resolutions is creating new habits, and so it's very hard to hold on to those. But my whole life, I have wanted to read the whole Bible in a year, and I think that choosing to read the Bible chronologically is a very interesting way of doing that. Because the Bible is not organized chronologically. Um, it's organized more like a Christopher Nolan movie where um, it jumps back and forth in time. And even books in the Bible jump back and forth in time. And so I, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I, I, as a kid, remember thinking that the prophets at the end of the Bible, at the end of the Old Testament, were a separate time period from the kings. Uh, when actually they happened simultaneously. So I think the idea there is that I want to read the Bible and understand the narrative, and I want to read all of it, but catch the narrative in a linear fashion so that I can get a more clear picture of the story of the Old Testament, the story of the New Testament. Hearing all these things, um, I think will be a really good experience. It'll be a big thing, I think, also for my faith, just because it's important to to know what's in the Bible. And if we don't know what's in there, then we, we can't effectively grow our faith or even have a strong basis in our faith if we don't even know what it is that we believe in. So I'm very excited to start that. I'll, I'll start that today. Um, that's, that's a big one that I, I really want to hold on to. I want to come out at the end of this year saying that I read the whole Bible. So that's another big one. Um, kind of shifting gears a bit. Number six. Um, I would like to watch 100 new movies. I, over the past year, have become a, a very big fan of movies. I've always liked movies, but I've begun to understand them and appreciate them a lot more as an art form, as opposed to just entertainment or storytelling. So uh, this year, I would like to watch 100 new movies, movies that I have never seen before. I got married at the end of May. In 2020, and um, I have since been told by my wife that I am a rewatcher. Um, by that, she means that I will watch the same movies over and over and over again, and that's because I love those movies. There, there are movies that I will probably watch seven or eight times a year if I just left to my own devices, uh, which I think is great because if you love something, don't apologize for it and enjoy it, and you know I think that's a good thing, but. Um, to similar to reading a wide variety of books, I think it would be a good thing to uh, watch different types of movies and kind of learn to appreciate different styles in filmmaking and things like that. 
So uh, I will try to watch 100 new movies this year, which is on average about two a week, which seems like a lot when I say it out loud. But I will also be keeping track of that on the podcast because I like movies and I like talking about movies. So uh, oftentimes I feel like my recommendation for the week will be a movie that I have watched throughout the year, throughout the week. And so I will put those out. Um, You can actually keep track of the movies that I watched this year, if you're interested, uh, using an app called Letterboxd. That is L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, Letterboxd. It is like a social media for people that like movies. So it's like a virtual diary on the movies that you watch. So every time I watch a movie, when the movie ends, I log it and rate it and write a review of the movie. And so I probably won't share every new movie that I watch um, because that'll hopefully be a hundred of them. And that'll be a lot to to talk about on a non-movie based podcast. So if you guys are interested in the movies that I watch and what I feel about them, uh, you should check me out on that. I will uh, mention the link. I guess I can drop the link to my account on there. Um, yeah, I think movies are really cool, and I would like to watch 100 new movies. I will also try as much as I can to make those free movies, so that as part of the recommendation, you don't have to constantly uh, spend $4 renting a movie on Amazon, which is something that I am generally more than okay to do but I'll try to keep them accessible to everybody. So those are six big ones. Um, and th- here, here comes number seven. This is the last one that I really want to talk about uh, and share with you guys on the podcast. Um, this is another one that I'm recycling from last year that I didn't make it past February. Um, I would like to take cold showers every day this year. And I know that sounds like absolute insanity, Um, because it kind of is, it's kind of absolute insanity to me also. Um, cold showers are good for you. There there are some health benefits to it. I think it's even good for your hair, which is great because I'm growing my hair out. I like having long hair, but, um, yeah, cold showers. Um, I like those because they are a really good opportunity to build your mental strength. Um, it sounds crazy and it really does, but the thing about cold showers is that it is a hard thing to do. You turn the water on in your shower as cold as it gets and you literally have to psych yourself up to just stand under the cold water. Like I sit there and take a bunch of fast, deep breaths and just jump in at once and it's hard, but I really do love it. I feel really refreshed after I take a cold shower. But the real reason that I want to take them every day for a year is uh, for the mental strength of it all. It's really hard to do this time of year. In the summer, it's easy to take cold showers because you constantly want to cool off. But when it is 30 degrees and snowing outside, you don't want to come inside and then jump in a freezing cold shower. And that's, that's kind of the whole purpose of it, is I want to do something that I don't want to do. I want to build my own uh, mental capacity and my mental strength to do uh, hard and uncomfortable things. And, and that'll play div- pay dividends in uh, the running that I want to do because that's, that's part of running is the workout doesn't start until you want to stop. It's forcing your body to do something that it doesn't want to do and building that mental strength and 
being mentally tough uh, is very important, especially um, through life. Being mentally tough is very important. And that's just kind of a simple exercise, you know, showering something you do every day. It's a good way to uh, mentally exercise that, that muscle is to do something you don't want to do and force yourself to do it. So those are seven of my big New Year's resolutions. Um, I've shared them with you out loud. Um, I think that is an important part of it. So I want to talk for just a second before I close um, about the year 2020. This has been a challenging year for a lot of people on a lot of different levels. Um, I had been particularly blessed the past year that I didn't lose my job and that no one in my family was, you know, significantly impacted by the coronavirus. But the whole year, I think, has been uh, negatively impacted by a negative attitude. Uh, everywhere you look on the internet, even if people are joking, they talk about how, how horrible this year was. But 2020 was the best year of my life so far, and I, I feel 100% confident in saying that. Um, even due to COVID, I got to, to live with Matt for about six weeks in my apartment uh, before I got married, which I haven't lived with Matt since I was in high school. And so spending that kind of time with him was really an incredible blessing. Uh, about two weeks after Matt moved out of my apartment, I got married to my wife. And that's been the highlight of my year. I mean, I've been dating Sarah since I was a freshman in college in 2016. And so finally getting married to her was very important. And that that's been such an overwhelming force for good in my life. Um, I got a job. I graduated. I've, I've moved now out to the St. Louis area where we have a lot of friends and a church family here that we're very blessed to be a part of. Um, and so I have a lot of things to be thankful for. I wouldn't say that 2020 was a bad year for me. And, and maybe, and likely, a lot of people have had a lot harder time this year than I have. But something that keeps coming to mind is stoicism, really. Um, I always feel bad talking about it. it makes, I feel like it makes me sound pretentious. But it is a philosophy and an ideology that I really, truly believe in. And it's something that I've been working, kind of kind of pursuing for the past uh, couple of years. And I'll, you'll hear me talk about it this year because I think it's important. But what Stoicism, one of the things Stoicism teaches is that things don't make us upset and that things themselves are neither good or bad, but our reactions to them. And so I've looked back at this past year and seen the negativity and the, the talk that people have about how horrible this year has been. And how people are like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that 2020 is over. Now it's 2021. We can turn a new leaf. And I can't help but think to myself that these people have the wrong idea. That 2021 will never be a quote-unquote better year unless we choose to make it that way. I, I truly believe that our self-talk dictates the way that we see the world. And if we walk around talking about how horrible this year is and how how 2020 was the worst ever, and we just expect things to change because the year is now 2021, then I think that we're fooling ourselves. We're lying to ourselves. Because what makes the year good or bad is our own reaction and our own thoughts about the year. 
if we look at 2020 and say that it was the worst year of our life, then it is because we have told ourselves that. But I think the only way that 2021 is going to be a better year for us as individuals and for America and for the world is if we can take the things that happened to us, accept them, and tell ourselves that we can make the best of it and that we can grow from it. So I, I want to challenge everybody this year to, to think positively. And even if things are bad and if things don't get better, I mean, things will continue to be a challenge year after year. There are always going to be ups and downs in life. And just because the year changes doesn't mean that everything changes. I just want everyone to to at least try to take things in their life and to decide to grow from them. Uh, the phrase that has been on my mind probably the most for the past two and a half years has been, the obstacle is the way. And that comes straight from Marcus Aurelius, um, probably the most well-known of the Stoics, uh, mostly because he was a Roman emperor. But what he says in this in this quote is, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. And so what that is saying is that our trials, the things that get in our way, the things that make life difficult for us are the things that ultimately advance our life. But they only advance our lives if we let them. If we sit back and we, and we take these blows from the world and we just let ourselves be defeated, then obviously we're not going to grow because we have defeated ourselves mentally. And so this year, I just want everyone to try to make the obstacle the way, to take the things that happen to us in stride and to grow from them. And even if they're hard to, to be able to grow in our faith or in our mental toughness or whatever it is, good things, bad things, I want us all to grow and to be better people, which ultimately is what New Year's resolutions are all about. See, it all comes full circle with me. <laughs> um, is we If we want to shape this year to be a better year for us, whether it's resolution-wise or not, we have to make that decision ourselves, and we have to constantly be on top of ourselves to grow and to be better people and to make this year better on our own terms. So that's my spiel about 2020. I'm not here for the negative self-talk. I'm going to do my absolute best this coming year to not talk negatively about my life or about the world around me because we are a product of our experiences and we are a product of the way that we feel about those experiences. And so I want to share that with you guys. I want you guys to be able to handle the world in an effective way. So those are my thoughts about New Year's resolutions. Um, so here we go, my recommendation for the week. My recommendation to you guys is I want you all to make at least one New Year's resolution and share that with someone else. Uh, I have other New Year's resolutions that I didn't share with you guys in this episode, but I feel like sharing our resolutions with others is only an incentive for us to do them. So it's, it's like having an accountability partner for your goals is, you know, sharing that with other people. So I want you to write down a new year's resolution, put it on a post-it note, 
or something. And I want you to share that with someone else and say, look, this is my New Year's resolution and I want you to help me stay on it. And that's part of why I shared these with you guys is, is not to just brag about me and the person that I want to become, but it's so that there is an account of me with my own voice saying, this is what I want to do through the year. And it's going to help me stay on top of it. So that's my recommendation. I want you to try that between uh, now and next week. Um, share a New Year's resolution with somebody and ask them to help you stay on top of it. So that is it. That's what I got for this week. I'm very excited for what this podcast is going to hold for the next year. Um, I'm excited to share thoughts, ideas, recommendations, talk about books and movies and uh, my life. So I'm very excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have noticed, um, we have new show art. That was done by uh, a friend named Bryce Bridgman. You can find him on Instagram at at Groovy Bridge. Um, he's a really nice guy. He, you know, if you have any kind of art projects you want done, you should hit him up. He's really, really friendly. He's very happy to work with you and to, to make the design what you want it to be. Uh, so he did our show art. Um, the show is written, produced, edited, directed, acted uh, by me. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening. If you love the podcast, share it with someone you love. If you hate it, share it with someone you hate. And uh, as always, stay sweet. <laughs>